Chantel. So what are you up to this morning? Thank you much. What about you? Feeling, you know, feeling a little horny. And- this is Phone Freaks. This man, it blew my mind. He was so good on the slide whistle. <laughs> Howdy. Oh, that's what you went with. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> it's nice to see you. It's actually nice to see you, too. Oh, thank you. That wasn't supposed to be a neg. It was sincere. It felt sincere, but now I'm doubting your sincerity. <laughs> What's happening here? Uh, what did you do this weekend? Um, I just had, I guess the biggest event of the week was, well, A, it stopped raining, which is fantastic. I almost got all the weeds out of my, out of my lawn. <laughs> Um, but I had a parent teacher conference for the little one. Okay. And it turns out that, uh, you know, she's still really smart for a four-year-old, which is great. And, um, the teachers have noticed a change in her since the divorce, but, uh, most of those changes started in January, which was, you know, a significant time after the separation started. I wonder what could be different, but other than the living situation changes, because she's been great for me. Mm. Every time I, I have time with her, she's, you know, mostly really good. And, um, I think every time you see her, she seems bright and bubbly. Mm-hmm. She still loves the puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the puppet videos. <laughs> Every time I'm working on the videos and she'll be like, oh, can I see them? And then I have to remember which ones are appropriate and which ones aren't. And she'll be like, turn the volume up. I'm like, mm, this, <laughs> this one doesn't have volume. We so don't have weird. audio on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it, it looks like um, we may have a new member of the team in the extended contracted team feel like we're about to embark on a public relations voyage. Are you entering a new relationship? I think so. <laughs> You're just adding to your bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> but this bacteria is directly funded by the business. So, you know, it's not like a dog hmm. or uh, another child. <laughs> I believe that you can contractually end these bacteria things. I hope. Uh, am I am I getting into another timeshare event? <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy your way in and then buy your way out. It's just another pig at the trough. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm a bacteria farmer. <laughs> <laughs> You're just collecting them all. 
It's like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get them all. Yeah. One of each, at least. <laughs> Wait, I can have multiples? <laughs> it depends. How much are the foil ones? They look pretty fancy. <laughs> yeah, those are a lot more expensive. <sighs> Do they evolve into other other bacteria, other creatures? Uh, yeah, I think they just keep getting more expensive and more expensive. You know, you have to shine them. <laughs> How do I get a bacteria that's going to shine me? <laughs> those ones don't have teeth. You don't want those ones. <laughs> they don't have teeth. What? <laughs> I want a, a symbiotic relationship. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Come on. There are plenty of homeless people around Los Angeles. I definitely don't want a homeless person moving in. It would give, be terrible. You give them a home, they give you wild stories. I, I, don't, I feel like I can just get the wild stories by sitting across the street from their tent. <laughs> creating a relationship with them. I don't... One time I was walking Hamburger Head and just started getting yelled at by someone in a tent in the middle of the road. <laughs> the tent was in the middle of the road? Yeah, there's a there's like a parkway that divides the road so they were so that they wouldn't get yelled at by any of the residents. They put their tent in the parkway. Oh. Well, nobody else was living there. <laughs> Squatters rights. So their little yappy dog was causing a ruckus and, you know, it sounded like the tent lady was jealous that I was walking hamburger head. Um, How dare I exist outside of her tent? Make her dog all upset. Yeah, it's very rude of you. <laughs> you should really look into being a more considerate neighbor for all of your tax paying neighbors. <laughs> Do you think I could hire a homeless person to walk Hamburger Head for like $5 a day? Yeah. Do you think I'll see him again if I do that? Uh, I think they might, you know, take him somewhere and then like try to use him as like a cute begging. Like, oh, look at how adorable my dog is. Please give me money. Look at how hungry he is. I don't think, oh God, that would be a good way never to see him again because he, I don't think the strangers would believe he was a homeless person's pet because he's, he's well-fed. He's strong. <laughs> he is adorable. I know you think he's ugly because of his, his crossed eyes, but he is very adorable. What are eyes called that are crossed, but like pointing out instead I, of in? I don't remember. We looked it up before. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he just has better vision. You than... can see all of his attackers coming at him. Yeah. Even from behind him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't see when you're touching his butt. <laughs> That's his one no-no zone. He's like, stop it. Don't touch my butt. Wow. Well. Good boundaries. Seven, one, two, four, three, two, L-O-A-D. Seven, one, two, four, three, two, L-O-A-D. Call us. You have? That's the 
yet I said yeah. there's no homeless people in, in Oahu. Oh, there's a lot of homeless people. I, I'm sorry, what, what did you say about Oahu? There's a lot of homeless people everywhere you go. No, but not in Hawaii. Waikiki yes. Beach? Waikiki, Waikiki. Beach? Well, How did you feel about the number of homeless people in Waikiki? There, I mean, because that's where all the um, I was told on the, the first time that I went to Hawaii. They're all homeless. By a local. Under the, under the bridges. Oh, look. At the park. I go to, I go to Waikiki government all the time. the homeless people. Yeah. I go to, to Hawaii. Waikiki Beach. I go to Wawa. Paid for their the tickets. And then they couldn't afford yeah. their ticket back. So now they're oh. stuck there. I don't believe that story because we have so many homeless people here. <laughs> Unless. now. They all found out they could get a free trip to Hawaii, so they all moved here. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm at the Volcom House on the North Shore. No, but you're in Hawaii, right? Yeah, well. But when we had the puppets in, in Waikiki, I feel like the main strip didn't have homeless people, but then by the zoo, there were a lot of homeless. Yeah, in that park area. Yeah. Yeah. I There's a lot of homeless people in It's not. Uh, I mean, homeless is rare. No, it is. You look to every There's park. There's a lot of homeless somebody. people in Oahu. Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't remember what I was watching. Be, be, no I was watching something. Maybe, maybe Waikiki. That was about Waikiki because that's where all the tourists homeless are. Homeless people being put on buses. That's where all the tourists but, are. Waikiki shipped. Beach. Yeah, like out of cities, like into other places. Into neighboring, yeah. They're shipped them out of Orange County to L.A. County. You go to like Seaton County Parks, Diamond Head, there's homeless. But like just to the edge. You go right up the street of Waikiki is Diamond Head. That's where all like the 10 million fucking, all the expensive homes are. And then there's homeless. There's homeless all over fucking, especially underneath the bridges of like all these little like streams. Uh, Wherever you go, Vegas is bad too. LA is definitely bad. Uh, I, I don't I think guess the homeless is that you know bad. bad. Like, like up where it go. snows, so, like the Great like Lakes. When I'm back home in Manhattan Beach, Cities. I hardly see yeah. homeless. Not during the snow season, at least. I mean, Manhattan where were they going to go? I'm originally, Otherwise. Like, I grew up in California, Manhattan Beach. I mean, New York still has a homeless problem. Yeah. No, Manhattan Beach. But it's not snowy, snowy. It just snows every now and then. Yeah, and there's a lot of tourists that <clears throat> give money. Yeah. So. No one's visiting Minneapolis in the middle of winter. Yeah. Cut. I gotta blow my nose. I'm a cut. What did you do this weekend? Or this last week? I agreed to take care of a friend that's getting a procedure done. Why would you do that? Uh, because I used to work for a plastic surgeon. So then I know how to properly take care of humans after surgery. And, uh, I don't know. Are you trying to help past CJ? Are you trying to change the events of the past by, <laughs> by enacting change in the future and you wish that you had had a good friend to help you out? Mm, no, I mean, my last surgery, the guy that I was dating put me up in a hotel 
So like, yeah, he didn't take care of me, but I was taken care of. Yeah. Like but I had uh, room service and everything. I've heard about your horror story from a previous experience. Yeah. The time before that, the guy uh, stole my pain pills. <laughs> he literally like kidnapped me and stole my pain pills. Yeah. So I guess you're, you're helping someone else. You're golden ruling it, but even though no one golden ruled it for you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Why? It's just so contrary to the CJ vibe. Well, she's my friend and she's never tried to like put anything inside of my vagina while I've slept next to her. So <laughs> like, I think we're on like a pretty, we respect one another. <laughs> Have you spent the night with her in bed? Yeah. Okay. So she's had opportunities to stick something inside your vagina if she wanted to. Yeah, she didn't. So <laughs> have you ever had a female friend that tried to do that in your sleep? Yeah. The girl that I was dating. But you were, you were dating her. So? <laughs> so you were sleep, you're straight sleeping and she stuck, she tried to stick something inside of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it should go without saying, but apparently it needs to be said if your partner is asleep, don't put something inside of them. If you want to try to gently wake them up with some erotic touching, it's got to stay outside of their body. And if they don't react, let them fucking sleep. Yeah. Uh, every time I embark on a new relationship, I do like set down the ground rules. Like when they're like, oh, do you want to spend the night? I'm like, you cannot touch me while we're sleeping. <laughs> do not put anything inside of me. Do not try to have sex with me. Do not wake me up. I will murder you. Do you still want me sleeping next to you? <laughs> you sound like such a pleasant slumber party guest. <laughs> well, you know, you have to... Here's the the weird thing, though. If you don't set the boundaries up front, then they're like, oh, I had no idea that you didn't want my dick inside of you while you were fast asleep. <laughs> God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. So I'm guessing you never sleep in the nude. No, no. If if I'm at home by myself, doors locked. During the summer, especially, then yeah, I'll sleep in the nude. But if there's somebody next to me, no, never. So would you sleep, hold on, would you sleep without a bra? Like full nude without bra? It, it depends. If like you're drunk and passing out? I don't know. It depends how hot it is. <laughs> like if I'm like sweating and then I'm just going to be in like this wet bra all night. Yeah, without a bra. Damn. All right, so don't have, if you want CJ to spend the night, do not have air conditioning and she may take her bra off. <laughs> Make it as hot as you can so her bra gets sweaty. <laughs> yeah, but if there's somebody else there, then I'll just fucking deal with it. I don't know. I It's like a vulnerable thing. Like I can't, I can't be naked. Do you and think asleep next to somebody. You'll ever find a partner that you trust enough to be asleep naked next to? I don't know. 
I can't see into the future. And Goals? So far, everyone sucks. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I, I think I can safely say no one stuck anything inside of me while I was sleeping. But if they did, I never woke up. Hmm. So maybe, maybe I had a couple moments where I was blacked out and uh, stuff went in my butt without my knowledge. But I feel like my butt would hurt afterwards. Would it? Why are they so rough with it? <laughs> I, feel, I just feel like there would be natural resistance without lube. How do you know they didn't use lube? How are they going to clean my asshole up afterwards? And they came inside of it? Or did they at least wear a condom? I don't like, I don't know what the ground rules. If someone's asleep, I feel like you're just trying to get in there. Because when they wake up, you're going to like, if they wake up before you're in them, mm-hmm. then you're not going to get in. Mm-hmm. But if they wake up and you're inside, they may just be like, oh, fuck, you're already there. All right. I guess finish. <sighs> My brain hurts. <laughs> it's not worth the wrinkles. No, I mean, you know, what are you going to then start a fight? You're super vulnerable getting ass fucked from behind. I don't know. You're like, hey, can you please stop that? I didn't ask for this. You'd be that calm? <laughs> I don't think so, but I, like Excuse you got it. Excuse me, kind sir. I noticed that you're currently fucking my ass, but if you could please The thing stop. is, stop. Is in this scenario... In this hypothetical, I stayed asleep while it got shoved inside of me. So I'm assuming like I'm having a real good sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I don't, I don't know how to exist in that, in that hypothetical world. Cause I'm pretty sure as soon as you even like tried to touch my cheek, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I don't know. I'm a pretty light sleeper. Hmm. Okay. Well. Next time there's a uh, sleepover scenario, send me an evite and I'll try to put something in your butt. <laughs> we have a date. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'd be able to pretend to be sleeping. If you're like, nope, see, I can tell you're not asleep anymore. <laughs> Done. Game over. Do you, do you snore? <laughs> It depends on which position I'm in. So if I'm on my face, I don't, if I'm ass up, I don't snore. Oh, damn. So it'd be real hard to tell. Mm -hmm. And my face is like already biting the pillow. So it's, if you were to start just ramming stuff inside of me, I could probably suffer through the pain if it was also enjoyable. Oh, so now you're thinking it might be enjoyable too. I mean, if CJ is the one putting something in my butt, (laughs) are you going to, are you going to lean your boobs against me? Is this an HR violation? No, it's, I'm fully clothed. You're just getting something put in your butt. Okay. But I mean, are you at least leaning into me like a cuddle? No. (laughs) So there's, you're not even trying to use subterfuge. You're just ramming something in my butt. No. I'm going to do it like really, really slow, like, like millimeters at a time. How are you getting my underwear off? Who said I need to get your underwear off? You're shoving something in with my underwear? No, I would just cut a hole in your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, let's get to our interview with the on Street Corner Thieves. Woo. She's stealing my underwear. Just pieces of it. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Connor from the Tejon Street Corner Thieves, and you're listening to Bone Freaks. Listeners, we've got a treat for you today. We've got Connor and Sean from the Tejon Street Corner Thieves in studio. How are you guys doing today? Oh, doing so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have so many questions for you guys. First, how did you come up with the name of your band? Well, so Connor and I, we used to busk. Um, we used to play music on the corner in T- uh, in Colorado Springs, and we used to play on Tejon Street, um, which frequented a lot of uh, homeless folks. And uh, um, one of them thought that we had stole his corner at one time, and so he yelled corner thieves at us repeatedly for probably about 30 minutes. So we thought we'd adopt the name. Well, also, if you think about it that way, you kind of are stealing the homeless people's money because (laughs) if I was walking down the street, I would rather give a performer money than just a beggar. So you really are thieves. Yeah. Well, (laughs) the the catch, the catch would be that we were living in a shed at the time. So it's not like we were that much better off. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love the fact that it's you guys stole the entire street corner. <laughs> like you didn't steal a few dollars from them or whatever. It's like, no, we took your corner. Yeah, no, we're cool with him now. His name is Steve. <laughs> still butts with him. You see him every every now and then. Is he one of your roadies now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I don't, I don't think if I saw the two of you on my corner, I don't think I'd start shit because I'm pretty sure you'd be able to kick my ass. Well, we've, we've been there before too. So. <laughs> <laughs> on the same corner? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, and then how did you two meet? On the uh, corner? <laughs> well, I moved back to Colorado Springs in like 2012 after my dad passed. And uh, a mutual, well, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, um, we kind of reconnected and started hanging out because I was back in town. And him and Sean had been playing music together and they met on like Craigslist or something to try to start a music project. And then me and Sean actually ended up kicking it off and getting along way better than us and the other guy. And so for a while, like the three of us were like a band kind of thing or like a project, I guess we weren't, we still weren't playing shows. We were just busking, but then it kind of evolved just me and Sean uh, taking it over and running with it. And 10 years later, here we are. Okay. How did you decide that the genre of music that you play, how did you decide that that's the one that you were going to go with? I think, honestly, it's the easiest to carry that stuff around. (laughs) I play a suitcase 
<laughs> a suit, suitcase drum with my feet and then a banjo. At the time, Sean was playing a washboard, so it's like we don't have any amps or anything. We can just carry it. And because we we used to busk all over, you know, Denver and Boulder and Colorado, and then we started traveling a bunch, and then we'd just busk everywhere. We used to play at gas stations for gas money, so we could go just travel. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that seems like a uh, in a kind of like hitchhiking, but without the danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're a man, I, I feel like if I was a me as a female, <laughs> if I was a female, I don't think I would trust truckers at gas stations. You don't want to do like Josie and the Pussycats on the road, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> playing for gas money. Yeah, I think I'd, I don't know, I would feel too vulnerable, but I don't think truckers are going to mess with you guys. Right. It usually wasn't even truckers that would be tipping us. You know, they don't they don't care. They'd be like families and stuff. Yeah. John would walk walk around to the gas jug and they'd feel bad for him, really. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you were guilting them. <laughs> Excuse me, mister. <laughs> oh man. So um have you guys have you guys been on any big tours with your uh, with your band, with your project? Yeah, we've, we've come a long way since those days. We had, we did a four months, <clears throat> what, two years ago with Amigo the Devil. And then we just did <clears throat> a run with um, Dead South, South last yeah. year. And then I know we've got some rad stuff this year, too, yep. so... Yeah, that's what um, uh, James was telling us, that you're actually getting ready to go back on the road. Yeah, so we, we, we start like a three-week run um, in a couple weeks. And then from there, it's just like, you know, leave for three weeks, come back for a week or two, leave for three weeks. And we're kind of in and out all, all summer through the fall. So we got a really steady schedule. So do you only tour like the u.s or have you done international tours uh we've toured we've, we've toured canada um a couple times and then we did a a tour i think 2019 right connor in mexico yeah was, yeah pre-covid pre-covid yeah yeah we've, we've done mexico and canada but pre-covid we were still pretty diy so it was like <laughs> Mexico is pretty dumpy tour. Canada is real dumpy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the people are nice in Canada. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Everything's legal in Mexico. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's legal if you can get away with it, right? If you have enough money, everything's legal in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so now that now that COVID's done and you're getting ready to go back on the road, um, what what do you guys look forward to most when you're when you're traveling? 
I personally, I look forward to seeing friends that I haven't seen in a while, like in other states and, and, and stuff that I, yeah, that I don't get to hang out with on a regular basis. I think it also, for me, it depends on the tour. Like if we're going to go to, we live in Colorado. So it's like, if we're going to go to Southern California in December, it's like nice weather, you know, like, and so depending on the tour and where we're going, there's always something exciting. When you tour, do you bus life it? Uh, We have a van that I I got a small business loan during COVID somehow. I think everyone did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were just uh, handing them out. Yeah, it was, it was great times. And so I, I, we bought a like a Sprinter van mm. and a trailer. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so how long have you guys been a band? Uh, going, yeah, 10 years. Jesus, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell have you done with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh do either of you have a uh background in like high school band how'd you learn your instruments um well when my grandpa passed my grandma gave me uh he, he played ukulele and uh he was a huge like, role, role model of mine so i i got it like a banjo lately and kind of started there and then she, my grandma ended up getting me a five string and so I've been like on and off playing banjo, you know, probably since I was 12 or so. So you're self-taught? Um, yeah, more or less. I, t- I took probably three or four lessons, like the scrug style, like finger picking. <laughs> and then I adopted a different style called claw hammer through um, just kind of friends I met that played. And then, yeah, just playing with people and playing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we learn a lot playing with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, I've been in. I was. I was in band class and stuff all throughout school. Um, but I didn't learn guitar until we lost our guitarist, and I had to play guitar. So that's a. Uh, you just stepped out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. What interest? What instruments did you play when you were um, in band? In middle school, so uh, first instrument I started playing was piano. Um, my grandfather gave me like a keyboard when I was like six, so I started with that, and then uh, uh, trombone throughout school, um, and then I picked up banjo and a couple other things. And guitar, yeah. Nice. Do you ever throw some trombone in <laughs> some songs? No, I wish. Uh, we found some keys in and some stuff though. Uh. Connor, Connor doesn't like the trombone though. So. <laughs> I'm all about the trombone. I'm just not going yeah, to go find one. <laughs> let's do it, dude. <laughs> There's got to be like some pawn shop somewhere. That somebody oh, yeah. was just hard on cash and <laughs> pawned their trombone. Just go rob a middle schooler. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, my mom, when I was in elementary school, my mom got my saxophone from a pawn shop. So, yeah, CJ used to play the yeah. saxophone. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I bet we could find one. It's just never really come up, you know? 
not, not really on a priority list, but then it's another thing. I know, you know, another thing to well, carry around. Yeah. It's going to take up space we'll in your trailer. Down. Yeah. <laughs> next, next record. Uh, you know how they have like soprano saxophones that are like real mini. Do you think there's like a soprano <laughs> yeah. trombone? So then it'll take up less space, but then you still get like the joy of like <laughs> the arm movement. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I know, I know they make kazoo. They make kazoos that look like trombones, trumpets. And oh shit. yeah, like slide whistles and stuff too. <laughs> there you go. Just slide whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like I'm no oh. space at all. It'll really Perfect. add something to your music. <laughs> Insert slide whistle here. <laughs> You, you think it's a you think it's a joke, but people lose their fucking minds when Sean pulls out the kazoo. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's like I think when you're bold enough to do something that's ridiculous and be serious about it, people are like, "That's so ballsy!" Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think if you were to be like, mm-hmm slide whistle people will be like this man it blew my mind he was so good on the slide whistle we had a our, our wash a washboard player and our last washboard player uh accidentally ate acid in southern california and forgot his washboard accidentally so like, ate it yeah honestly yeah he thought it was gonna be gummies or something but anyway <laughs> lost his washboard and then for the next like five shows, literally bungee cord with a skateboard onto himself and just tapped on a skateboard with finger picks. And everyone <laughs> fucking like loved it. <laughs> so I don't know why, but I just had a flashback memory to me as a child at my church and this old lady trying to teach me how to play the spoons. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys, do you guys yeah. ever spoon? <laughs> yes, Connor and Sean, do you ever spoon? We've been, we've been known to spoon. Oh, man. I'm the little one. <laughs> it's Connor from Tejon Street Corner Thieves. Make sure you follow us on social media and anywhere you listen to music. But if you want to get real intimate with us, hit us up at cornerthieves.com. Let's get ready for some freaks. So you're just killing some time on the chat line? Yeah, I'm just killing some time. Yeah. Basically. Getting ready for work or going to bed up all night? Um, I'm actually, I don't go back to work on Monday. So. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I've been chilling. I've kind of been off this whole week. Nice. I just nice. didn't go to work. <laughs> George. <laughs> Yeah. Who needs a job? So what are you up to this morning? Uh, what about you? Feeling, you know, feeling a little horny. <laughs> broken. Yeah, you feeling a little horny? Yeah. Hey, it's 9 a.m. Are you going to bed? I'm sure you're going to get with your... Let me get my coffee first. I don't want any people out here. I know. You don't sound like you do the phone stacks at all. That's a nice girl. I like that. Hello. You say what, baby? <laughs> I said you don't sound like you do the phone sex. Hello. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, into yeah. that. I don't knock people that that is into that. I just yeah. prefer 
an actual <laughs> sexual oh. encounter. Would you guys ever call into a random uh, a group sex chat line? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what about uh, what about phone sex with a significant other? I've tried. It's this real. Uh, it's not. It's. Uh, I think it's just awkward. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never do that either. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can't see your face, but I can hear that you're not sincere right now. I, I would also never, of course, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, weird. So right? not, I prefer FaceTime. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to show me what you're working with. I'm not yeah, going to use my imagination. You, I don't need you to describe it for me. Just show me. <laughs> yeah, I prefer text. Strictly emojis. <laughs> I'm just talking about it on the phone. Yeah. I don't know. It's a big tease, you know? Yeah, but I'm sorry. But if I was... You know, I was into that. And I probably will, you know, make you feel good. She's so polite. And I'm not into that. I know. Thank yeah. you. If I was into it, I would make you feel good. Real good. But I'm not into it. Later on. All right, baby. All right. Bye-bye. All right. I'll come back and we'll have a good conversation. See, that's what I'm talking about. That guy is very respectful. I like that. You know what I'm saying? It's about respect. He didn't try to force himself on me or nothing. That's what you call a decent guy. Oh, he he didn't get he didn't get phone sex consent, so he didn't just start jerking it. He could have just started playing with himself. Sexually harassed the big woody queen, honey. But that man was very respectful. I mean. In all likelihood, he was playing with himself while he was talking to her. Oh, yeah. yeah you know he was. There's no way he wasn't. He was just hoping that she would... Join in. Yeah. Want, <laughs> want to indulge in the phone sex. Today's word is... Voice. When the caller says he has a good voice, he's actually proud of the racism. Congratulations. Back to a brick. Got a good voice. You got a good day. Oh, no, 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 no. Day. Well, if you like to hear men sing, I suppose. Well, Frank Sinatra was a good singer. Just say no to niggers. That's so right Johnny Depp. <laughs> Uh, oh, Dan, give it a rest, will you, Dan? Well, he does have a good a voice, though. At least that. she's calling him out well, for why it. why don't you take It'll him to another room America. and let him sing to you all night long, then? Well, no, I don't like him that much. But he has got a good voice. He hits the high notes pretty good. Then I tell them about going to be gone once the nigger free and the nigger shipments in Africa. I don't like the song he sings, but he does have a good voice. I don't know. The guy saying he's got a good voice should just come out and admit that he's racist. 
Yeah. No, I like his voice. <laughs> 48 miles God, I, I hate, yeah, it's the hate the words he's saying, but God, he sounds so good saying it. He's convincing me. You know who he sounds like? You know who he sounds like? He sounds like Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I do. Like Gordon Lightfoot. Chicken and watermelon served by fat white girls. <sighs> Don't forget the grits. Don't God. forget the grits. Yeah, how many grits? Yeah. Grits is high in no, iron. I'm just playing on grits. The grits don't have no, good grits. Grits are good, though. Yeah, grits are good. <laughs> Don't they get uh, like really dry if you don't add a bunch of butter to them? Oh, you gotta add the butter. Okay. <laughs> With some country fried steak. Keep talking. I don't. I've only had like sweet grits, so I've had like a I don't know maybe it was like a breakfast like, grits that's like a brown sugar. With like some cinnamon on there. Yeah, I don't know. I've never put butter in it though. Is that where I went wrong? It didn't say <laughs> oh, it on yeah. the bag. It you was definitely like need to add grits. butter. <laughs> no, you need to add butter to it. Butter, salt, pepper, some shrimp. Ooh, shrimp and grits. Mm. It was brown sugar flavored though. <laughs> so, so here's the thing: when we were yeah. talking about the chi- ch- chicken fried steak, don't they normally put? chicken gravy on it even though it's beef or is it a brown gravy you're asking the wrong person i really hope you're asking them oh yeah no i don't think it's it's not brown gravy it's like it's it's a white gravy it is a white gravy gravy. oh it's sausage gravy okay that's where some of the extra little spicy kick comes from got it Yeah. Spicy. <laughs> no, in the sausage, no. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. The version that you had. I, I don't remember it being spicy, so but I hear, I hear sausage. It's so spicy. <laughs> Black pepper's no, no, not even spice, spicy. Spice. What's wrong with my memory? So who's the other guy? Guy. Guy. Yeah. Oh, well, no, you can't. It's not. Uh, um, the humans can't get the virus, but the chickens, um, um, you know, are getting sick and what have you and, and contaminating the eggs. Like, but no, humans can't get it, but bird flu. Yeah. I don't know. But it definitely is, uh, ruining the eggs. And Chicken stuff. Pops? I, don't know. <laughs> I got my shot. Yeah. I think it's called H1N1 or something virus. I don't know. Chicken, we're getting on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. um, Yeah. So we got to wait for the virus and the chickens to go away. Before we see the price come There's down. There's a bird flu. HPAI. Uh, but yeah, chicken, I don't know. We can't get chicken chicken back to the N1 regular price. Like no, H1N1 is uh, oh. a flu. But I got so tired of cooking 
cutting raw chicken and just seeing all the blood and stuff. Oh, it's a uh, pig flu, swine I flu. I want the eggs. No, I just want to eat eggs. I miss eggs. <coughs> I miss eggs. Well, listen. Eggs now we know why they. Eggs have gone well, up in price because whites. the chickens are dying. And then one or two yolks. It's good for you, man. They call it the perfect Eat food. Chicken. So the chickens are not dying of H1N1, though. That's swine flu. Well, it's, it's got, you know, they feed the chickens and stuff steroids. And all, all of the animals, they feed steroids and stuff. And then the oh, chicken. Oh, they have better protein. And the chicken has, um, you know, all kinds of diseases and stuff. There's blood all over it, man. There's blood and fat all over it. That can't be good. And then you're digesting that. What? That can't be you're good. You're supposed to cook chicken before you eat it. Also, the reason that the chickens are so sick is because they keep them in the dark inside of a giant pen packed wall-to-wall with chickens. Meat in general, man. They say vegetarian diet is the healthiest diet. Those are the people who live to be like 105 years old. The Asian cultures don't eat as much meat. They're more vegetarian. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't believe that. You got to do it especially. But even chicken. They also eat lots of I chicken mean, look at this and pigs. Like and stuff they and just don't eat cows. Meat. Cows are I mean, an American thing. Crap. Look at dogs. They eat their own poop. And then you, like, you're, and you're eating the animal. Like, they don't eat their own poop. They eat all kinds of crap. Yeah. Can't be healthy for you. Don't eat dogs, uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know, but I'm just saying, I'm using that as an example. All the animals eat filthy shit, you know? They eat their own shit. All of them. Cows. Humans, too. Animal, you know? Fish. Who knows what they eat in there? It's all, you got all kinds of diseases and stuff, you know? Does this it's man all, work for PETA? Healthy. <laughs> What like does that. he think plants eat you for know, nutrition? Garbage. They eat shit. Don't tell him that. They eat shit and they breathe carbon dioxide. Don't tell him what fertilizer is. They spend all their time in the sun. <laughs> How come these plants don't have skin cancer? Um, because of photosynthesis. Thank you. <laughs> I was being facetious, but I appreciate the education. <laughs> Hamburger head, you just got to wait. You got to chill out. No one is going to take you where you want to go until we're done. Right, okay. you know, yeah. it's like expecting yeah. a small wiener and he pulls it out and he's fucking gigantic. And you're like, oh shit, you know, pulls it out and he's fucking gigantic, fucking gigantic. Leave it to scientists. We all came from bacteria and grew. And then some of us say we were Neanderthals. They say, well, some of us were monkeys. Some of us were Neanderthals. Some of us just yeah, came from stardust. Well, we all came from everything with carbon came from stardust before the first stars exploded in the universe. But where no did carbon. the stars come from? Well, that was getting philosophical. One of the, some of the early things that were in the universe during the Great Expanse, what they called the Big Bang. And those were like hydrogen. I don't remember the Big like Bang. I don't remember the Big Bang. I wasn't there. It's really not a bang. It kind of just started stretching out. But that's <laughs> well, not a right The now. universe was just gaping yeah. itself. Everything has a. A beginning and, and some so that's called abiogenesis, and a lot of people conflate abiogenesis with evolution. 
And those are two different things. Damn. And evolution by oh, no means. Yo, this guy's evolution. dropping facts. <laughs> yeah. Things that I kind of wonder, like, you don't even have to grow fruit flies. You know, fruit flies just become. Like, fruit flies, we just became because something was here long, long, and we just sprouted up like bacteria. You're kind of getting that. That's pretty fucking smart, bro. It's like yeah, abiogenesis. Just life originates from non-living matter. I totally get it. Here's yeah, one for you. Like fruit um, flies. You know how? Um, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, Molecular self-replication, self-assembly. So, did we just like all come from mushrooms? Things that eat wood. Eat wood. Um, 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 termites. Termites. Termites came around because originally when trees started growing. They weren't willing to bend, so when the big winds came, they would knock them down, and then the forest would start to you know deteriorate, and thus termites. You know, I, I suppose you could say it was like a uh, holy shit. They sort of popped into existence. You know, like oh, for that um, matter, that what like they call um, bed bugs? You know, I thought the mushrooms were killing my brain though. Mm, bed bugs, termites, <laughs> and fruit flies. Necessarily born or hatched, they also created. This started with me being like, "Damn, <laughs> they're so smart." To me being like, "Yeah, well, there's a thing called you know, you know what a nymph is." Not a nympho. <laughs> Not a, I know what a nympho is. <laughs> yeah, we all know what nymphos are. We love nymphos. our nymphos. Like a, like we a, love like our nymphos. This is the worst <laughs> science <laughs> class ever. Talk about like those wood, those legendary wood nymphs. Nymphs is actually a very real thing, and it's fucking weird. It's like a Carl Sagan used to say: the universe isn't as bizarre as you can think. It's more bizarre than you can imagine. A nymph is a uh, full-grown. Specifically, a nymph is a full-grown aphid, which is a eight-legged thing. So it's a kind of a, in the spider category. Um, that but it's, this uh, is the second definition. The first definition is mythological spirit of nature imagined as a beautiful maiden. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's probably not true when the the second definition is supposed to be based in reality. <laughs> I was really impressed by the, the, the tree falling in the woods theory for termites. <laughs> yeah, they just came into existence, dude. Because that tree hits the ground, bam. Termites. Because one yep. tree <laughs> fell from the wind. <laughs> so then the termites have to take Starting the trees down maybe. before they fall. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Uh, yeah, earlier we were listening to them ask a question about did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Since they weren't, Ooh. you know, they weren't born to people, so they yeah. didn't, they wouldn't have had an umbilical cord. It's, it's one of those like chicken or egg kind of <laughs> paradoxes. <laughs> Maybe everyone is doing mushrooms now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Phone Freaks Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh.